With us today is Dr. Peter Michalos, and he's with us every week to tell us what can we do to stay alive longer. And I got a lot of money to spend, so I want to I want to stay alive for a long time. Dr. Peter Michalos, give us the update. Well, today we're going to talk about a fascinating topic that is uh, being rediscovered. And there's an old 200-year-old phrase that says, you are what you eat. And based on the current uh, research on the gut microbiome and advanced genetic studies, we're learning more about what's happening in the gut. And some recent literature that just came out in the past year shows that we have something called small molecules in our bloodstream. And those small molecules are generated by basically what you eat. And it turns out that they studied and they found about 930 of these blood metabolites that basically come from our diet and what we eat. And it turns out that they all interact with various systems of our body from our brain to our kidneys, to our heart, to our blood vessel walls. These are live, you, you describe molecules or the Metabolites of- are chemicals. Metabolites are chemicals. Just like when our blood glucose, for example, is a, is a, is a metabolite. Is it a life form? Or is it a, no, is it's it a, a chemical? It's a chemical form. Think of it as a chemical switch and a chemical trigger. And some of it is actually food. And we use that as energy. For example, uh, if we break down uh, fat in our body and we generate ketones, we can live off of something called ketones. That's what the ketogenic diet is versus glucose. When we don't eat and we fast for two or three days, then we start going after and breaking down our belly fat, which is our refrigerator, and we start chewing away at it, and we produce ketones, and our brain actually can live off of ketones. But we've identified 930 of these uh, blood metabolites, and they found that uh, this activity is independent of our genetics. So that's why we're talking about you are what you eat. And what precision medicine is a targeted therapies in the future of uh, Precision medicine is analyzing our gut microbiome, and then through dietary, probiotic, and prebiotic and other lifestyle interventions, we're going to target many diseases and uh, try to find, uh, you know, basically targeted therapies for things like, uh, especially inflammatory bowel diseases, which some recent uh, research that they've been finding out. And we're finding things out like plant-based fiber and fermented foods have a positive impact on our immune status as adults. Things like yogurt, sauerkraut, kefir, kombucha uh, are turning out that these fermented uh, things, that they, they feed the good bacteria in our intestine, and they actually boost immunity. So that's why things like a healthy Mediterranean diet with olive oil and some of these fermented well, foods. Doctor, let, let's go to yogurt. Now, yogurt is made from a dairy product that that uh, a lot of us are saying we're off of dairy products. But as me and you have had discussions, there's two dairy products that, uh, yogurt that's made from goat cheese, and for some reason, goat cheese is healthy for us versus um, uh, cow, cow cheese or cow milk that yogurt is made from. Can you give us a little bit of yeah. explanation on that? 
Yeah, well, absolutely. It's how it's made and how it's produced and how it's digested. For example, you and I go to a place sometimes that has the sheep milk yogurt that is uh, with animals that are fed on grass and not grains. And one of the things that happens is that when they say grass-fed beef, the reason is because when beef is fed with grains, you get more of the bad omega-6s versus the good omega-3s. When something is grass-fed, you have different, uh, the animal is what it eats too. And then when we eat the animal, we eat some of the content. So when you eat a uh, sheep's milk yogurt that is from grass-fed and hasn't had hormones, when it enters our gut, it's seen differently and it is healthier and you get less digestive upset. And many of the modern yogurts, if you look at the ingredients, the way they make them taste good is they load them up with sugar versus a real a real Greek yogurt, for example, won't have any added sugar. And some of them are made with organic milks with uh, cows that are fed uh, grass-fed versus having grain. The secret, without saying any brands of yogurt, uh, is, is really organic... Uh, Yogurt made with organic milk or goat's milk from Europe, right? Right. You want to look for things that are from grass-fed. That's the bottom line, whether it's meat or milk. And basically a healthy Mediterranean diet with olive oil and some fermented food, they found, that increases the diversity of the gut when they check blood tests like the marker, inflammatory markers like C-reactive protein, sedimentation rate, homocysteine, they found that people uh, who had those types of diets, it reduced the inflammatory markers. So basically things like inflammatory bowel disease and Crohn's disease treatments are being worked on to try to get these pro-anti-inflammatory foods to help things like irritable uh, bowel disease. They even some fascinating research that's coming out now that probiotics will even target obesity, a newly discovered um, disonobacteria well beyond seems to counteract obesity. So imagine being able to take a probiotic that helps steer your gut and make those metabolite molecules we talk about to reduce obesity. They even found one that helps reduce glucose and may help diabetics called bifidobacteria longum, and that's also being researched. And there's another disease that people get sometimes when they take too many antibiotics called C. diff. And basically, when you your bowel gets inflamed, it doesn't reabsorb water, so you get a severe diarrhea that can kill you, and it's called C. diff. And they're even working on live probiotics, basically live organisms that they'll give people in pills to knock out those bad bacteria that are causing the bowel to be inflamed. So these are new things that are happening right now, which are very excited. And uh, I think just like they give you a blood pressure pill, in the next five years, doctors will be doing a gut microbiome test, oral microbiome test, and prescribing specific probiotics to assist the other regular medications to help us get healthier and to boost our immunity and to help those people suffering from various diseases of the bowel. I now take a, 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 a new pill that's a probiotic, but it's also a prebiotic. What say you? Well, yeah, absolutely, because a prebiotic basically feeds the good bacteria. A probiotic is actually the good bacteria being introduced. The prebiotic is 
supplying the nice, good food. Picture the prebiotic being the Mediterranean diet being introduced in a pill so that it feeds the good bacteria so that in the diversity of the various organisms we have in our intestine, we promote the good bacteria that make our bodies healthy. They even found like in cancer patients that you lose the diversity in the gut and some of the bad bacteria are increased in numbers. So we have to try to keep that balance in our intestinal tract because as we've talked about in WABC, we even have 140,000 viruses that live in our intestinal tract along with all these bacteria. And even they found some fungi. For example, candida was found in people with Crohn's disease when they analyzed the lining of the wall of the gut. So even learning how to target those funguses that are overgrowing in the intestinal tract will also be part of the treatment for future intestinal tract uh, diseases and overall health and immunity. So it's an exciting new area that we'll be seeing more about it, and it's probably going to be part of our annual physical in the future where they're going to analyze uh, what exactly is in our intestine and our uh, microbiome. Being you on this, uh, this diet, we don't eat for 16 to 18 hours a day. Now, yes. somebody called into the station and asked me, well, if I take pills during those 16 to 18 hours, is the, does your body recognize those pills as food? No, it does not. It's, uh, it's anything that has glucose in it or anything that generates calories or food. That's how it works. If it's black coffee, it doesn't count. It's only calorie-generating things, not your medications. People should take their medications as prescribed by their doctors, and before they start any diet, they should consult with their physicians. But we now know that when your gut doesn't have food in it, it then says, okay, now I can focus on going after cancer cells, going after dead and dying and cells. Black, and black coffee. Of- not, not coffee with milk in it, not coffee with cream in it, not coffee with chemicals in it. Right. And also tea. You can also have tea, all the tea you want. The thing is you don't want to tell your brain that everything's great. There's plenty of food. You want your body to think that there's a little bit of a struggle that's called hormesis. It's like, okay, get in and shape. And if I take there's vitamins, no right if I take vitamins, that's okay. There's no glucose. That's fine because there's no calories in the vitamins. They are just chemicals to try to be antioxidants. Oxidation is rust, and we want to stop the rust, and that's what things like vitamin C do. They are antioxidants, glutathione, vitamin C, and some of these other vitamins that are part of our healthy diet but sometimes we need the supplementation. Dr. Peter Mihalos, thank you, and uh, God bless you, and thank you for helping all our listeners live possibly a little bit longer. Thanks for always getting the truth out and keeping our audience healthy.